Big Fluff. Hey, hey, you okay? This is all our fault. Hey, look at me. It's your fault, it's everyone's fault. Who cares? Are you up for this? Are you? Look, I just need to know, because the city is, is flying. Okay, look, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. But I'm going back out there, because it's my job. Okay, and I can't do my job and babysit. Doesn't matter what you did, or what you were. If you go out there, you fight, and you fight to kill. Stay in here, you're good. I'll send your brother to come find you, but if you step out that door, you are an Avenger. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Olivia Sandoval. You're listening to Hobo Radio, and you made a good choice to be here. I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and with me, Big Vinegar himself, Lars Periwinkle. Hey, man. Is it true that, like, you've been spraying down the Big Vinegar with some kind of alcohol or wipes, you know, when you get it from the store, <laughs> just to, to no, make no, sure? No, it actually, because uh, it's so um, so acidic, you, you actually oh. use vinegar to clean the things. Again... I think this might be another conspiracy by Big Vinegar. So not, you, not me, oh. the entity Big Vinegar. I don't know <laughs> okay. how to. I don't know how to create anything. I can't even create listenable content. Well, let I alone actually, a virus. <laughs> I I have my own conspiracy theory, but I'm going to hold on. I'm going to put a pin in it for one second because I would like to introduce our guest, uh, who is also just to recap, Blake, for the if this is your first time listening, we're all in different locations. We're all uh, well over six feet apart while recording this uh but from uh the big apple as they still call it i assume <laughs> this is a terrible intro All right. this is horrible <laughs> this is bad. worse than my intros and my yeah, intros yeah, yeah. are notoriously bad i thought your intro was good that's why i'm i'm fumbling <laughs> it now because yours was succinct so now i'm like well now i gotta you do used, a build up you intro. used up all your juice on that one yeah yeah i used up all my juice on the vinegar uh, but no, Marty McGuire. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, Hi, everybody. You know, I really thought when you were getting into conspiracy theories, you're like, that's a perfect segue to our guest, well, it cons actually, famous conspiracy theorist, Marty McGuire. Well, I, to me, you're uh, my the tech expert that I know. Uh, so I wanted you in on this so I can pitch. My conspiracy theory is I think this was all manufactured by Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we, we can get into that because, I mean, this is, you know... As with all destinies, this is a double-edged sword for Zoom. It's it's cutting both ways right now. Well, here's the thing. You Wait, know, put them on the list because yeah. so far we have – okay, so now we can put Zoom on there. Right. For a while it was the dogs because they're immune and they all wanted us to be at home more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, then um, it was Big Pharma. 
Yeah. I, but honestly, I think the least viable suspect now is the Chinese. Yeah, right. like, I don't think that, that, did, that didn't really work from jump. <laughs> yeah. And now now you're looking at the list, you're like, hold on, who had the most to gain? This does feel like that episode of The Simpsons where all the the parents start taking the like sex tonic and the kids are trying to figure out what's going on and they're like, The reverse vampires, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh but uh yeah, so here's my thing, and this is yeah, Marty would maybe you have some insight on this, is like how the fuck did everyone just decide? Like, this is what blows my mind. Is like everyone just decided Zoom was it. Like, oh, that's yeah. what blew my mind. Is like, it was just known. Like, well, okay, we got to do all these remote conferences. So obviously Zoom. And it's like, what the? How? How did they? What? Who works PR for Zoom? And how did they convince them? Right. That's a great question. Like, I don't think I've seen ad one for Zoom anywhere. I, I learned about it because I I'm on a live streaming show and it was essentially the least bad of all of the streaming stuff and that's like honestly I think that's it it's like everybody who's done remote stuff ever has used Skype and it blows oh Skype sucks yeah yeah and they've used like Google Hangouts but like that's gone now mm -hmm. uh, they they use Google Meet because they were like I guess Hangouts is called Meet now and that sucks. So eventually it was just like, well, we've tried them all and Zoom is the least bad. See, but I don't agree because we're using and they don't pay us. So I'm not mentioning them, but we use a <laughs> we're different also one. using them for free. So. <laughs> we're using a free site <laughs> that is not sponsoring us. That has been what like because Lars and I went through this where we tried every conceivable thing to remotely record this podcast. Shh, and can, this you, can you believe this crap with every podcast now just copying Dude, our format. I know, We're all like, going to do it from different places, and all three voices are going to sound different because of room acoustics. <laughs> I, I actually, I lost it. Like, there was one, and luckily I don't even remember who it was, but they were posting a screenshot of, like, oh, my God, the editing now of, like, syncing three different people from three locations. And I was like, motherfucker, like, you don't do the Hobo Madness tournament where it's, like, <laughs> eight people from multiple locations and try to sync that and get every level right. Like, you got, like, I feel very Bane about it. I'm like, you've only adopted the remote recording. I was born into it. I didn't record in person till I was a man. <laughs> oh, my God. There are 10-year-olds who won't understand that reference. Oh, wow. Oh, that yeah. Is, that is, that movie's old now, isn't it? Like It's that, an old movie, man. It's I classic. Know. I saw it. Um, I saw it in a in a in a classic collection, man. Ooh, ooh, really? But, no, I made that up. Oh, okay, because <laughs> I you, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know what's been uh, what's been driving me crazy? I feel like this has always existed because of the internet, but I want to say that with like everything going on, people have more time. I've been seeing more. Uh, re I want to call them reverse hot takes of like the bad movies actually good now. Like, uh, there's been a oh, lot of yeah. that bit. Of, like, right. people going, like, I saw it first with Iron Man 3. There was a lot of, like, yeah. well, I don't know why everyone thinks Iron Man 3 is, like, one of the worst Marvel movies. It's actually good. And it... Yeah. <clears throat> it's actually, like, a story about somebody having a nervous breakdown and reconnecting with humanity by getting in touch with literal children. It's, like, a great hero story. I, did, yeah, I, I liked Iron Man 3 just because I like Shane Black and I like the way he writes for Robert Downey Jr. I never hated Iron <laughs> Man 3. I well, actually, I just, I kind of, 
I had some uh, time on my hands. Here's so, the thing: like rewatch some Marvel movies, and yeah. I still like it. It's fine. Like it it's, doesn't blow my mind. There are so many better movies in well, the Marvel the thing. Cinematic it's, Universe, but it's fine. Well, here, okay. Look, I'm gonna settle this once and for all. <laughs> this Iron Man three. <laughs> Okay. okay, because everyone cherry picks like what Marty said, which is a real thing of like they, they talk about the emotional stuff or they talk about like there's been a lot of discussion about the I always want to call him the Mandalorian now, but the <laughs> right, yeah, the Manchurian, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. No, the <laughs> yeah, whatever. The Ben Kingsley. I know, but yeah, I'm the not ben saying Kingsley. it. <laughs> but like that whole bit uh, where they they tease that he's the Mandarin, but that, or well, they tease that someone else is the Mandarin and then it turns out to be Ben Kingsley. That did not bother me at all. The things that suck about that movie are <laughs> the fact that the misogynist guy was still in charge of Disney. So he didn't let, uh, the, I can't remember the actress's name that's in that. She was supposed to be the villain, but he oh. wouldn't let her be the villain because. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. You guys are never, yeah, this is legit. Like there was a guy that. Well, she was villainous, but, but she, she was, was supposed to be the main be villain. The, like Guy no Pierce wasn't supposed to be that a villain. Would have been, that actually would have been yeah. way better. So that was <laughs> supposed to happen, but there's a guy, and I don't remember his name, but he was in charge of the the Marvel films for Disney at that point. And basically, Kevin Feige ended up wrestling control away from him. He was completely terrible, and all of the like, why are there no Black Widow toys or Black Widow movies and stuff was a lot of him. Because uh, oh, wow. he just didn't. Oh, want... well, yeah, that's right. Wasn't his name? Um, his name was Tiffany. Anytime I can't remember a name, I just say Tiffany. <laughs> it was Karen. It was Karen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh... oh, sorry. L uh, language warning. I guess. Yeah, for yeah. People yeah. Who, who find that's... the word Karen to be a slur? <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's trending now. No, I know. That's I saw I... that. Man, I saw that this morning, and it blew my mind. It was like that's just. A reserve name for people who act like assholes, and yeah. the assholes they're describing are like, "Hey, you can't do that." <laughs> hey, I'm gonna prove your point by, <laughs> by, react, by asking like to, to speak to your manager. <laughs> I'd like to speak to sociology's manager. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, so that was the thing. Is like she was supposed to be the villain. Uh, he stepped in and was like, lady villain. Uh, well, not in my watch. So, like, they added the guy Pierce. I mean, thing. they're all evil, but I don't want them in my stories. <laughs> well, it's like, they're right. all evil. How is that character unique? <laughs> right. Oh, God. Uh, so, but the, so they added the guy Pierce thing, which just made it muddled and made both of them not work as well because there were two of them doing half of a job. Uh, oh, boy. But uh, so there was that. And then also what we really need to address, if you really want to defend Iron Man 3, defend the end of that movie, which is hot garbage. Like <laughs> it is, that is rough. That is rough. Also, Iron Man 3 is responsible for the fact that I have to watch Gwyneth Paltrow in an Iron Man suit when I watch Endgame. And I'm supposed to give that some kind of reverence, like because you yeah, put no, her in the suit in Iron shouldn't. Man 3. Like who? Who cares? Like, it, I, I'm I'm not going to share all of my feelings about that because there are too many and none of them matter. But uh, the thing that gets me is where does her hair go? I just want to know the logistics of what you do with long hair because the other ladies in suits um, that cover their head usually have um, shorter hair. Mm -hmm. And um, where does her hair go? Like, just there's no pinching. Where does it go? I yeah. do, here's my thing, just to clarify, uh, because I, I realize that could sound uh, like out of context bad. Like I like <laughs> um, basically they just put her in a suit at the end of Iron Man three 
for like no reason and it was for like just to do it and then she yeah all of this shit has happened since then and we've just not addressed it again like what was she doing uh, for the five years right my read on that was uh you know it's a reference to the comic where tony stark goes missing and pepper potts puts on the suit and becomes helper or something she has some but also literally god damn it what's her name that's gonna bother me Marty. i'm just gonna keep fucking this up i'm so sorry you guys but also in in game like it's not explained that no one's like look it's the helper person yeah it's just like the bodyguard god damn it what is but also in end game tony stark goes missing and she doesn't put on the suit she doesn't put on the suit until the end of that movie for some reason and i don't understand it and it's like the thing is there are actually better female characters that like you're taking time away from to like (laughs) to show us gwyneth paltrow in this like already overcrowded field to be like i don't know like to be fair i do think this is the most interesting of the sliding doors timelines say say more has got that deep cut (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow it's a movie uh, about alternate reality yeah. no you're right because yeah. it, that does work perfectly because she's not blonde or brunette she's kind of a strawberry blonde so it would be where she ended up but yeah that is jacked up I didn't like her inclusion in any of this there was nothing like <laughs> look I, not, I'm not even blaming Gwyneth Paltrow even no. though it's, it's easy to punch down on her <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm not even blaming her. Just write the character or don't write the character. She's only there when Tony is around, and the, the, the rest of the time, I guess she's not interested. Well, that's the thing but is, like, also yeah, you've never, never fleshed out this character. Yeah, what are you doing with this? Yeah, she's somehow been in all three Iron Man movies. She's been in a lot of the Avengers movies, and you've never developed the character or made oh, her make I, sense. I really, I mean, I I just love tying her into any other film franchise, like the sliding sliding doors theory is really fun uh but imagine that she's actually just gwyneth paltrow so like she is running her own like homeopathic healthcare oh danger products for sure showing up for work for tony stark no (laughs) i assume that when she took over for stark industries and when they pivoted away from making weapons of war that that's what they're making is like yeah and they're using the same materials yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're just mass manufacturing like the like jade eggs and like whatever (laughs) her candles Oh. Yeah, I yeah. assume. Yeah, for sure. The uh, jade eggs work, though, you guys. My kegels <laughs> have never been strong. I have the kegels of an 18-year-old. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. When I blast... No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> no, God. All right. So oh. that's uh, the Hobo Radio review of Iron Man 3. It no, wait, can I one more thing? From across oh, no, the room. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> one more thing. What is this, what is this bullshit about... A doorbell. He, how can he just get the surgery to remove the shrapnel magically in Iron Man 3? What, like, how, where does that come from? Uh, it came from them just being tired of having to work that back into the plot every film. Because <laughs> it's literally, it's like presented in Iron Man 3 as like, well, I've been putting it off long enough, so I'm going to get the surgery. And it's like, what? I think, I think you're, okay, here, here's how I'm going to defend that and then call bullshit. Is... He he put the magnet in there to save himself, and then he kept it there just as a memento of how his how his life changed. And like I'm I'm not gonna I could have the surgery. I'm not gonna do it because I'm keeping this in me because it turned me into Iron Man basically, which I can I can grasp that. But then he has it removed, and in um in uh, Infinity War at the very beginning at the park, it was just um, 
they're in Washington Square Park, and then he, she goes, what's that in your chest? And he's like, oh, it's just in case. And it's just a thing he put into his body. Well, just, I just... I just put it back. I think he's saying that it, I things. believe the explanation is that it's like where he's keeping the nano parts for his suit or something. Well, I mean, I think... that's definitely what it is, but there's just, but, but why? Oh, just, just cause, just cause I have yeah. to be Iron Man some more. I have well, to be Iron Man for two more movies. Well, also, <laughs> uh, I have another hot take of, I hate the nano parts suit. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't really like it. I, it just robs the. I like when he has a big chunky suit that like flies through the air and attaches to okay. him. And well, they, yeah, because nanotechnology in movies is too magical. You yeah, can, you can make nanites do anything. So when he takes damage, it's like, all right, but why? <laughs> like, why is why that what damage looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or and then like when the plot needs it, they do repair it. So <laughs> great, it's just magic. Yes, it has uh, become. It's it's the nano nanobots are the new mainframe. <laughs> yes. Uh, but to go back to you, to undercut your point real quick on this removing the shroud. <laughs> awful jackass. But the world the, ending has not softened this man vis-a-vis uh, any, if anything, vinegar. He's sharpening no. his skills. We need them now more than ever. <laughs> no, but here's what I think is that... Um, the the explanation that you just gave doesn't make sense because Iron Man 2 is all about how the thing in his chest is poisoning him. So if he could just remove the shrapnel, he would have done it in that movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Because remember... I was, I was, I was too distracted by Mickey Rourke getting to pick his own costumes. <laughs> <sighs> Iron Man 2 is a jumbled mess, but it's there's a lot of fun bits in that movie. I'm, I'm going to watch Iron Man 3 a dozen times before I watch Iron Man 2. I don't You're not know. into laser whips in Monte Carlo? Just that, just for one scene. I'm Remember, <laughs> I'm this guy who had the whips in comic books. Anyways, that's over now. That scene's great, though. <laughs> Plus, I would have watched a two-hour movie that was just him and uh, Sam Rockwell talking about birds. It was look. It was you're right. There's a lot of fun. There, there's a lot of fun stuff. And also, apparently, not only did he did he say before <laughs> before he signed his contract, he said, "Okay, but." I'm picking my own clothes. And they said, okay. <laughs> then first day on set, he shows up with the bird. Yeah. <laughs> I, this bird is part of my character. So <laughs> write that in. I believe all of that. I believe that he had nothing <laughs> written. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't know we were going to talk this much about the Iron Man franchise. I have been rewatching a lot of Marvel movies mm. lately. They're good. That's cool. They're good. I don't know if you guys hey, Marty, have seen what have you been up to lately? <laughs> Um, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Oh, it's, so you're one of those. It's real good. Yeah. Amy Which and I Marvel are... movies have you been watching, Joel? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you guys don't want to hear about my evil raccoon landlord. I really do. Is he waiving <laughs> your rent right now? Absolutely not. Uh, actually, he... Yeah, people call him a landlord, but he's more like a, a loan officer. He's, he's like... Uh, it's more like the 2008 financial crash where Tom Nook gives out bad loans uh, for, uh, for houses that people can't afford. Oh, real quick. I'm sorry. Before you continue, Lars, can you just add to the list Animal Crossing as a possible yep. uh, <laughs> manufacturer of what's happening? Just, yep. um, they're not Animal. ruled out? Yeah, that's <laughs> You solid. know what? I'm going to say, is it okay if I put that under the entire Nintendo umbrella? Because it's impossible to find a Switch right now. So I'm just going to say <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, I would. I would. Animal Crossing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this, this is, this is it, you know, like the pandemic hits, we're all shut in and the whole game is about 
like building a lovely retreat on an island and nothing there's like almost nothing there can hurt you if you shake a tree like hornets might come after you uh, and if you're out at night and you you ruin, you can also visit other islands and just like wreck them if you want. So it's not even all about taking care of a place and paying your mortgage. You can also go wreck shit. Uh, but if you do, you might get attacked by a tarantula. And the worst thing that happens is you then like wake up in a corner of the island and you can just go back to what you were doing. It's so soothing. It's <laughs> wake up. Why are you waking up? Oh, because the tarantula bites you and you pass out, I guess. Oh, oh okay. What <clears throat> happens in that lost time, Marty? I do wonder. I don't know. <laughs> I So I don't know what this Animal Crossing is. I don't understand it. The things that I have seen that I've enjoyed is I saw people were recreating the lighthouse in Animal <laughs> Crossing because apparently there's uh, like a some kind of bird, uh, a seagull or something in the game that's asleep. And so oh, yeah, his name is Gulliver and uh, he washes ashore. Uh, passed out and apparently this is something that will recur because there's achievements for for helping Gulliver <laughs> and the first time you do it uh, When we loaded up the game, it was like here's Animal Crossing like here's a nice beach and the music comes in like da -na -na -na. And then it just the camera settles on this bird that looks dead that has just yeah. washed up on your beach Well, and so people were making that black and white and just making it look like it was the lighthouse, which was really That's amusing me. Wonderful. <laughs> that is good. Uh, which I watched that movie, by the way, and it's insane. Like, I, I don't know what I expected, but it's way crazier than... Like, Willem Dafoe is immediately in that gear of just crazy town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so I saw that, and then the other thing I saw is that someone uh, recreated the Marina Abravamit, uh, the artist's present. <laughs> so they set up... created it. <laughs> so in Animal Crossing, they created the room so it looked exactly like it. They sat in a chair, and I guess you, you can gotta visit... you got to be kidding me. Other so would people's you virtually islands? just sit in a chair and stare at something? Yes, and then so other people who were playing Animal Crossing could go to her island and sit across from her. <laughs> oh, I love that very much. <laughs> no, it made me That's very really happy. good. Although I think it would have been better if they had recreated that time her and her husband just screamed into each other's mouths until they passed out. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's Nintendo doesn't like half-ass these Animal Crossing games. The content changes throughout the year, like seasonal things come and go. I'm sure there's going to be like just a full-on screaming into each other's mouths add-on. This is what and I'm talking about. You'll, you'll I want to see as, a, as an emotion. I, I want to see a turkey and an Easter bunny scream into each other's mouths until they pass out, and then they can do it in the video game. Is that <laughs> Does that qualify as Rule 34? Did you just say in that, create that? <laughs> like... Oh, I don't. <laughs> sure. Yep. I'm aroused. <laughs> uh, so, but, Marty, real quick, because mm. just to not lose it, what is Animal Crossing? Uh, <laughs> okay, real quick. Um, there is no quick way to answer that. Okay. Uh, it's it's just like a chore simulator. <laughs> Where you get to, to find or buy or make uh, things and vaguely over time begin to understand with what limited things you know and have access to how you can make a room that looks nice and feel like you've accomplished something today. So would you say then the appeal now in the world that we're living in is just it gives you a sense of normalcy? Like you can yes. do the tasks outside? Here, here are the things that you can do. Number one, you can go outside. 
Okay. Number two, you can go talk to people that live near you. I know. Uh, I'm so in. You yeah. can walk right up to them. Uh, number number three, you can like do things together. You can invite other people that you know on the internet over and hang out with them, and like go stargazing, go to the museum, uh, go go build something together. It's uh, it's all the stuff that we're no longer alled to do. <laughs> you know that does delightful. sound pretty great. Yeah. Mm. Nintendo really, I mean, they couldn't have launched at a better time. I think I would bump bump the Nintendo theory up a couple notches. Okay, okay so... On, let me move that up. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're going to solve this by the end of the show, I think. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, real quick, since you were, you were kind of talking about the fact that it was a resort, uh, I did see this story that I, wa- I don't know if you guys saw that I wanted to mention. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Um mm. Or as Marty probably calls it, the times. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's, that's what so we dumb. call it. That's so dumb. <laughs> Actually, uh, since Trump calls it the failing New York Times, we call it the failing times. <laughs> because just, you're a Trump that's supporter. That's just what we call this, this moment in history. Yeah, these it. are the they. failing times. <laughs> that is definitely what the history book about this will be called. And then oh. it'll just, like, I, it'll all be about Animal Crossing and it'll just have a collection of everyone's tweets. From yeah. this era. Yeah. Between 2016 and 2038, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> uh, but okay, Next so, chapter. Uh, <laughs> so from the failing times, uh, they were the last couple in paradise. Now they're stranded. Olivia and Raul de Fritas are currently on their honeymoon at a five-star resort in the Maldives a nation composed of more than a thousand tiny idyllic islands. Can we just Indi- say Maldives real quick? Maldives, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> I realize that- are, Can I just... I just want to tell everyone that yeah. my friend Joel, who I've known for a long time, is not by any means stupid. Yeah. However, he doesn't know how to pronounce things, and it cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I names, like to, places, like anything with a proper name, he will butcher it somehow. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm like Catwoman. I just, you're my Bruce Wayne dancing with me in that old movie, uh, <laughs> explaining to me uh, that I need to pronounce the fancy resort islands correctly. <laughs> okay. Um, that's where the 10 year olds. That's why it didn't work out between those two. <laughs> yeah, the, man, if they could just get it together, you know? If he would stop bat splaining, it would be fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, she'd be shopping all the time. Oh, oh God. <laughs> she do be. She do be. She goes into places when they're closed and takes shit. I don't think yeah. that's shopping, though. That's that's stealing. They'd be committing crimes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. So let's we <laughs> return to the Maldives. The Maldives, a nation <laughs> composed of more than a thousand tiny idyllic islands in the Indian Ocean. Like a trail of smashed crystals scattered on a slab of blue guy. Fucking New York time. This is getting, yeah. Um, We got words to spare. Okay, I'm skipping some of this. Just flowery New (laughs) Uh, York Times bullshit. You need to put on a bow tie to give a fuck about what they're writing about. Or if I'm going to read it, I have to use my NPR voice. For years, the subject of fantasy photos. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the couple arrived just married from South Africa, uh, where they are citizens, on Sunday March 22nd, planning to stay for six days uh, for a 27-year-old teacher and a 28-year-old butcher. The holiday was an extravagance. 
Uh, but they hadn't lived together before exchanging vows. It would be a short firecracker of a launch to their marriage. Uh, a lot. But anyway, okay, so I'm not going to read this whole thing. But essentially, in the Maldives, uh, they, uh, they went there, again, March 22nd, uh, <laughs> to stay for six days. They are trapped there. Uh, this article is all framed about them. It leaves out the really looking at the fact that the people working at this uh, resort have to also stay there now for yeah. this one couple. <laughs> so uh, are the Maldives shut down? Is that is that what's going on? Or they're well, just they're, not allowed to fly back? I think they can't fly back. So they're trapped there. <clears throat> uh, and they're still being charged <laughs> to stay yeah. in the hotel. Um, yeah, by, it says by Wednesday, they received notice that their country's airports would all be closed. Uh, and like, they basically couldn't find a flight back because, yeah, because no airports are operating. (laughs) Yeah. So, so they stayed there, but here's the thing, like March 22nd. I realize yeah, we've yeah. all lost I, concept I would have, of like <laughs> may, may, maybe cancel your plans on March twenty second. Yeah, mm-hmm. like March twenty second, th- and it said six days, so they were there until the twenty eighth. Right. So like, yeah. Look, I know, I know that time has become meaningless, and we all just live in one endless now. But I had already been inside for like two weeks by, by That's March twenty second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I honestly don't remember <laughs> when I started. But it was the last definitely... time I was out of town was March fifteenth. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely the first or second week of March that I stopped leaving my house. So yeah, straight. Yeah, that's I can't. I canceled my wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't really talked about this on the show. Your wedding was supposed to be this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. 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 Oh my! Yeah, yeah. And we, we we canceled that. I think we canceled that the seventeenth of March. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Did you say this Saturday? Like Saturday the eleventh? Yes. Sat- yes. Saturday, April eleventh was going to be. Well, it's actually. Here's another thing. That's some news. It still will be my wedding day. Oh, um, <laughs> Lars, we're gonna share a wedding anniversary. Get oh. the fuck out of here, Marty. Yeah, Aww. April eleventh, baby. Get out of here. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's pretty great. So we, yeah, if, there there will be if you don't count the person performing the ceremony, there will be one person at my wedding. You're just trying to top me in my <laughs> <laughs> your small weddingness. Yeah, uh, no, that's awesome. So yeah, I, this is news to me because you it didn't look like it was going to happen, but you were able to. Yeah, yeah, because they closed the circuit courts, so we couldn't even oh. get a license. Yeah, well, um, my um, my partner being very. Very smart, so much smarter than me. <laughs> um, wrote a um, wrote a letter just explaining our situation. Um, I won't go into to detail, but it has a lot. To, like I shouldn't say as what it has to do the most with is we would like to get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we tried. She tried to frame it to them. We kind of worked over the language and tried to explain like health insurance things and like she she's in she works for, for the healthcare system i work for the army contractors system and like the waste management and all that kind of shit and just um just basically said so please please <laughs> would it yeah. be how hard would it be and um we uh got over she sent it to the mayor um who i'm i'm sure someone in his office read it to him cuz there were some big words in there <laughs> and sent it to <laughs> 
sent it to the governor of Maryland and then a few other um, representatives. And one of them got back to us and um, and said, just give us your social, your date of birth. We'll go ahead and print one of these out for you. Oh, wow. You just have, you have to get ma- The only stipulation was you have to be married in Baltimore County. That's where it has to be, which uh. I don't I don't know all that well. So we kind of scouted some stuff and we're going to. Um, Pat, past and future guest uh, Pat Stork is going to be performing our ceremony. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> and a person to be determined will be um, taking um, some pictures and maybe a video. It, it depends on the weather because we're getting married down by the water and it might be very, very windy, which would be just obnoxious to send to people. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously, our you know, our being the age we are, um, our parents are all more at risk and we do not want them to leave their home there was even talk of what if we just drive there and stay in the car no stay the fuck home please (laughs) yeah (laughs) because if we know our fathers someone's going to have to pee on the way home and now you're walking (laughs) through a damn wawa no no (laughs) we're not having this but no that's i'm really glad to hear that the the, i'm finding this out now but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it was happy worked out it is nowhere close to we wanted to have a small wedding that was easy and fun, and this is a little a little on the nose. Yeah. Um, so nowhere close to what we wanted. However, you know, um, the, providing the world doesn't end, we're gonna we're gonna have a party. Well, I was uh, always like trying to respect your privacy of you know on this show and not talk about it. But since you have opened this door, uh, would you be willing to share? Uh, the video, because I really want to give credit to Molly for uh, the video message that you got uh, when your wedding oh. was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we wanted to do something nice for for you and your partner uh, to acknowledge that it was very stressful that your wedding got canceled. So uh, we went on Cameo and and got a video for you. Would you like to tell the people what it was? Sure. Well, okay. So. <laughs> Hmm. Um, this is someone like, I don't know if anyone ever keeps tabs on, on me because I know I am notoriously cagey and weird about saying personal things on this show. And I apologize for that. I just enjoy my privacy a bit. And, um, um, given that Joel is kind of an open book when it comes to that sort of thing, it's a really weird back and forth when we're talking about personal life. So I apologize. However, I will tell you that I, um, the person the person I'm going to marry is named Julia and we knew each other from trivia and we were both with other people at the time and then those people were gone from our lives and then we got together but um, we were just hanging out as friends and it moved very quickly and it, it moved very quickly because we found a very um, uh, we found a connection very soon and a very strong one at that. And on our first date, um, I went to visit her in Brooklyn and um, we went back to her apartment and watched, <laughs> we watched something that someone at the bar had suggested to us and that w- it was called Strangle Mania, which is, <laughs> which is uh, like a, uh, for lack of a better, is there a better term than backyard wrestling? Joel? Well, That's okay, what it's called, I, right? I can help a bit okay. with the. De- I know the details of Strangle Mania, so okay. it took footage from I believe it's New Japan Wrestling. Uh, it's like one of the Japanese deathmatch tournaments. 
uh, which is like the nineties. Just I was, like I remember being outdoors, but I thought there was also other footage in there of like people doing amateur stuff. But I could be totally there might be mistaken. amateur stuff. It's I have seen Stranglemania, but it's been a long time. But I remember because it features it has the like Cactus Jack Terry Funk match, right? Um, that was I don't think we made it there only because uh. like le- legitimately and I'm not being salacious like legitimately it was like three and a half hours oh, yeah. of footage of oh. wrestling so, so but yes. I didn't make it there maybe so it's the like 90s garbage style wrestling of like using weapons and it's uh, very dangerous and people got injured uh, that kind of stuff that like ECW did or, or different uh, like a lot of Japanese uh, wrestling at the time was like that of like like I said New Japan. Uh, they took footage that already existed, and then the insane clown posse. Yes, thank you. I have yeah. been looking at the Wikipedia pages <laughs> yeah. for this, and you have buried this lead so <laughs> deep yeah. that future generations will have to discover it. Uh, so yeah, the insane clown posse they just, they took did, the yeah, footage and footage. added their so own funny. commentary and made and the it a show. Commentary is sparkling because it isn't about isn't about he just. They just look. Oh, he just executed a, a textbook Hurricane Rana, and now the champ is down. No, it's like holy fuck, he fucked him up. Look at his fucking face. It's the commentary that people would do in their homes, drinking yeah. beer, <laughs> watching this. You know, it's not expert commentary by any means, but it's clearly fans and the, the insane clown posse. For those who don't know, are huge wrestling fans. Uh, and it's them sharing their love of this style of wrestling for God. I did not remember. It is three and a half hours, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that is Stranglemania, uh, and so Ava- y- still available, used on Amazon in VHS form. Yeah, how did you watch it? By the way, that that was it, a question it was, I had. Um, found it on the internet. Oh, that makes I, sense. No, I, I legit think it might have been. It might have been fucking YouTube. Yeah. Honestly, there so is one sense. on YouTube that claims to be it. Yeah, there okay. we go. So okay, so you um, watched so it. I received I received a, a link one day uh, via text <laughs> with no context whatsoever, and it said um, your message from ICP is ready to view or something. I'm like, well, this is straight up spam <laughs> or a virus, probably both. Or both. What yeah. the fuck? Um, and I was. This is for uh, Julia and myself's uh, nightly walk. We try to like walk at least a mile <laughs> so we don't just turn into gravy, and. Um, uh, ignoring that, so then we um, I get a uh, a message probably half an hour later. It was a significant amount of time later from Murphy here saying, "You probably just received a weird link. You want to open that?" Well, because <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know how it worked, and I didn't know what they would send you. But then it did occur to me because I hadn't heard anything back from you, and I'm like, "Oh shit, he might not know what that is, and he's not going to open yeah. it." So you had to ask a- him to check your spam filter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was Violent J, one half of the Insane Clown Posse, talking to uh, me and Julia by name, (laughs) saying that it sucks we had to cancel our wedding, but um, it has nothing to do with the pandemic and everything to do with our first date being I showed her strangle mania. (laughs) And what the fuck were you thinking, Lars? That's not first date stuff. (laughs) I don't remember the other things he said. It was really funny, though. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, the site Cameo. Uh, you can get celebrity videos. And like I said, so we were trying to think of something nice to do. And it was actually Molly who uh, had found it out. Was, for- it was very nice. It's, a, yeah. it's like as far as consolation prizes go. Yeah. Because we didn't get to have our wedding. But <laughs> God damn it, that's hilarious. If you have it queued up, be, I'm, I welcome you to play it if that's uh, going to be anything. It was just, dude, straight up, it was Violent J in full makeup. 
hair spiked, wearing wow. what looked like a hockey sweater, like in his living room. I almost, I in my head, I'm picturing wood paneling, but only because <laughs> I assume he lives in Detroit. And um, uh, yeah, of course, sipping Fago. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was God. It was it was really it was really good. And like as far as surprises go. Uh, Violent J saying that my marriage, my wedding getting canceled sucks was just just the last thing I would have guessed. Uh, but yeah, so the, I'm trying to find the link. But uh, real quick, yeah. So the the site Cameo, you can get these like video messages uh, from celebrities, and uh, I don't know. Like Molly and I had gotten just interested in it she sent one to her brother from like julio torres um and like i i think i mentioned on the show that i got a message from fred stoller because he was charging five dollars like to do messages yeah, you did mention that that's good but, but like we were trying to find one for you guys and it was molly who remembered because julia had told her about the strangle mania thing and she was like what about the insane clown posse they're on here um and i my contribution that I, I was very proud of is I knew because you could either get them both together, which was double the price, or you could get one of them. And I was like, well, if we're going to get one of them, you got to get Violent J. He's uh, 100%. like, he's the one to get. I don't want to hear don't... from Shaggy too, Duke. No offense, Shaggy. You're just not my guy. <laughs> yeah, I knew Violent, Violent J. Violent my guy. <laughs> and the really endearing thing that really sold us too is we, they, they give some example videos when you go to their page. And uh, one of the example videos that Violent J had done was recording a message where he called it the Corona flu. And he was telling a guy that his girl was really concerned uh, about his well-being because he wasn't taking it seriously. And he wasn't like really practicing proper hygiene and like really listening to this stuff. And so, hey, even if you don't take this seriously, your girl does. So come on, man, like you got to take it more seriously for her because if you don't, I'm going to steal your girl. And it was amazing. And we were like, he's the guy. Like, for sure, this is that's the one to get. Really great. That's really great. So, um, <clears throat> that's so delightful. I love that. So, okay. Are you, Marty, are you ready for this? Yeah. I mean, there's no way to get ready. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 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 <laughs> Hold on. Grandpa's got to figure out his device. <laughs> Molly and Joel told me all about Lars and Julia. And how Lars and Julia, on their very first date, watched Stranglemania. And how they wanted to get married, but the damn coronavirus came and fucked it up. <laughs> right. Right! We can blame it on the coronavirus. <laughs> but Lars... Lars! You showed Julia Stranglemania on your first date, and you wonder why you're not getting married? Come on, man! What the fuck? You would have been been married a long time ago. Nothing's romantic about deadly fucking Fred. Wamanamanumi. Wamanamanumi. Virus or no virus, relive your first date again and find the will to marry each other this time for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was delightful. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> I, I'm actually going to give him credit for you persevering and having your wedding. I think <laughs> think it was it that. Did, it snap, gave us the strength that, to yeah. carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> we also, we buried the other lead, too, which is that you and Julie are hardcore juggalos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we were, like, more disappointing than our wedding being canceled, the uh, the Dark Carnival. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've man, been down with hurt. the clown for life, you know. So. Yeah, totally down with the clown. <laughs> it was so funny because I watched it. I'm like, well. And she goes, what are you watching? I'm like, I just looked at her. You got to watch this. <laughs> How do this. I explain this? Yeah. And then we watched it together. And she gave the same look back to me. What? And then we watched it a third time together. And we're like, that. That's actually fucking awesome. <laughs> that might be one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it, it made us very happy to, uh, to give that gift <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, so, Marty, just stand by for your message from the Insane Clown Posse. It's coming. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm now ready. that I know your anniversary is this weekend, I mean. <laughs> yeah tell you tell your listeners uh we'll be giving out your phone number to to say <laughs> perfect um no but i did before we get too far into the show um before we're out of time i do want to ask i mean like <laughs> 40 minutes we're 40 yeah. minutes, 40 minutes in. <laughs> yeah no but i i mean i am curious uh you live in new oh, york city joel is curious this is actually quite a revelation now, how have you expressed your curiosity in the Los Angeles area? I'm just. Why did you crack your knuckles and lean He's in in the like, creepiest way possible? Just got real. Okay, I. You know, I should let you finish. What are you curious about? Uh, well, Marty lives in New York, and uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if you've been following the news, Lars, but uh, things. How are things in New York? <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, it's weird, man. Mostly we stay inside. We try not to go out more than once a week or so just to like stock up on anything we're running out of. Uh, I don't know. I would say, honestly, it's now like people are settling into how much this sucks, but like we're doing it. New York City is already a weird place. So like walking around with masks on and, and gloves is like not that weird anyway. Uh, but now that they're recommending people do it, it's, it's almost like, okay, we're, we're taking care of this. The last time we really went out, we went on a walk and like, it was a Saturday, I think. And Washington square park was completely like it, there were, there were people out, but it was, it was like, it was a, a weekday morning. Like you would think everyone was at work. Fuck, uh, man, that's so weird. Yeah. Everything is closed. Like re re some restaurants are still doing takeout. Uh, we're not doing any of the delivery stuff. I don't know if. Uh, we don't really have time to dig in probably, but like you saw Instacart is striking because their workers don't get any sick pay or, uh, any benefits and they're yeah. hugely at risk. So we're, we're staying out of that. Um, but our local grocery store has been fine. Everything's stocked. All the people there wear masks and gloves, yeah. uh, customers included for the most part. Um, that's been interesting to see people get some real interesting, like wacky masks and, and glove situations. <laughs> yeah. Starting apparently to see every, those memes on Twitter. Everyone owns chest full of handkerchiefs. I don't know. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to have handkerchiefs on hand, but like everyone's right? like, just take the handkerchiefs from your closet and turn them into masks. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we have a box that, um, I bought a box of like the, not the fancy N95 stuff, but like years ago. I got the the paper masks for like flying because it's supposed to help with jet lag. Just because like air, air part of why you get jet lagged is airplane air is really dry, so it dehydrates you. 
And so you, you wear a mask and it creates like a moist environment and you just don't feel For as real? much like shit. Yeah. That sounds like, yeah. that sounds like gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I try, I tried it twice and it was, it helped. Uh, Get the and, fuck out of here. So I had like eight more of these like crappy paper masks that, that on them, they're like branded, like protects against swine flu because <laughs> they're that old. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, <laughs> But that's like our that's our stock. So we've not got like, made by communists. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yes, this one has a Lindbergh baby on it. <laughs> <laughs> good old American filtering ingenuity. <laughs> yeah. So we're I don't know what we're gonna do when we run out of those. Probably start cutting up some T-shirts and making some masks that way. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's it's strange because it's also like people still walk the streets. The big thing is every night at seven, uh, everyone's doing the the clap for medical workers and that's awesome. uh, yeah, essential workers. So yeah. that's pretty wild. Like, and when the, you say when you say the clap, just like everyone goes outside or opens their window or something. Yeah, it's just you don't even see the people doing it. They they open their window and you just hear like up and down the street just a roar of applause and whoops and people banging pans and that's pretty so, goddamn incredible. So it's, me, it's kind of amazing. It is literally the least anyone can do, <laughs> but it's it's not nothing. That's pretty amazing. But let yeah. me ask too, like, because so, I'm just curious about the logistics. Do you like set an alarm? Do you have to like watch <laughs> to be ready? Oh yeah. I, I mean things things have been drifting. It's we've been at this for a few weeks. Uh, I would say. The, the middle part was hard. A couple, like a week ago, we were just waking up at time, like when we would normally be at work and then just go like sit at our desks in our pajamas <laughs> until one of us had to do a meeting. Uh, Amy's whole job, she's a professor. So like her whole job right now is just meeting with people, which means I have to schedule my showers if I want to walk through the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, cause otherwise it's like, well, who's that guy? What's going yeah. on there? Why hey, is I said, there's a real thigh slapper there standing behind you. I don't know if <laughs> you can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, things, I mean, it's, it's weird in the sense that like everything is weird right now, but, uh, honestly, most of New York is handling it well. Obviously a lot of the hospitals are overloaded and that's, uh, that's odd. My industry, like my company is, uh, pretty much everyone is sent home. They're still paying everybody and finding stuff for us to do. But a core of like a dozen people are in there making protective equipment. Like they've retooled the company from making hobby electronics to like making face shields and cool, doing using like our logistics abilities to get people gloves and things like that. Uh, so that's been cool. But as a person on the web team, I'm pretty removed from that. So I'm just like still building websites for this company. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's wild. And then, uh, like 3d printing world that I was part of before, uh, this company, like everybody's losing their minds. They're like, we can save the world with 3d printed respirators. Yeah. And that's, that's actually really frustrating to watch. Cause a lot of those projects are more dangerous than they are helpful. <laughs> oh, um, but some of them are working out like face shields and, and things. 3d printing is not the best way to get it done, but I would say at least most of these projects are better than nothing. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're shipping stuff, sending them to hospitals, hopefully preventing healthcare workers, at least some of them from getting sick. Christ I don't know. Me. I don't know if you expected something upbeat. It's, it's pretty whack. No, no, <laughs> I, I didn't expect anything upbeat. I was like, I feel that we should ask because like, you know, this show is not important and, uh, we spend really a lot of time. things. I mean, call, you can call me and I'm sorry to interrupt, but you can, you can call me naive if you want, but I thought. Hey, no, uh, hey like, Lars. Uh, yo. You're naive. <laughs> so I thought, like, if anything, a global threat to humankind would be the thing that unites 
100% of people. Does this... Let's just shoot for a hundred. If we end up at like ninety nine point eight nine, that's cool. But one hundred percent, because we all see it's a threat. There are too many assholes who don't give a fuck. You know, don't what? give a fuck. Oh yeah. It's you know cute. what it turns out? Because yeah, like that is what most uh, apocalyptic movies got wrong. Is they they all seem to assume that we would all come together at some point. I think the only one that got it closest to right is actually Independence Day because it's those assholes that are standing on the rooftop waving the signs at the beam as it blows them up. Like yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. happening. Is yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. It's not gonna be. Um, it's not. It's not gonna be Watchmen. Which was overly optimistic of all the fucking stories. Oh my god! It's gonna be. It's gonna be more like the road. Where yeah. it's gonna be the road. Yeah, Watchmen, where it was like, what if one bad thing happened and it changed the course of history for the better? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you naive bastard, Alan Moore. You're way too optimistic about humankind, Alan Moore. Alan Moore. <laughs> Famous uh, optimist. Author, author of that Jack the Ripper graphic novel, Alan Moore. Infamous optimist. Yes, Alan Moore, who apparently thinks too highly of humanity. <laughs> she, that is why the, the new one was brilliant, the Damon Lindelof one that was like, no, oh, yeah. it didn't solve anything, and there's Nazis. Like, that yeah. was, yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good update. Yeah, that yeah. definitely tracks, for sure. I swear, <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about that just the other day. But I was thinking about that the other day, and it's just <clears throat> of all the things. They, they, so many times, um, uh, storytellers have tried to do something with a beloved old story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, there are so many examples. I can't. I can't even think of of one. Alan Moore with one. Jack the Ripper, or Alan <laughs> sure. Moore with Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> sure, those <laughs> sorts of things, I suppose. Um, uh, but goddamn, that Watchmen series on HBO, if there was ever going to be a sequel to Watchmen, mm-hmm. ever, I don't see it being any better than that. No. It's so fucking good, and it yeah. just, it seems impossible. Like, this shouldn't have been. The same thing with, like, the Infinity Saga, that that, that giant movie series, and, and then Watchmen, it just, it seems impossible for something to work out that well, given given all the things that can go wrong. Yeah. No, for sure. I also, I, I rewatched Endgame. Again, I think I already mentioned that. But, like, I got a mad all over again that it didn't at least win a visual effects Oscar. It's insane to me. Like it's not a it's not a, it's not cinema, Joel. It's not cinema. <laughs> I just, I get that you're not going to give it any of the real awards. But, like, watch the end of that movie, which is just this insane, like, it shouldn't work there's a hundred characters and I don't even know where they're fighting in a surreal like landscape and it's a beautiful, it's a painting. Like it really is great. There's like, there's like half a dozen actors in there who have been destroying a role for a decade in every damn movie, like consistent, different writers, different directors, different story, different world maybe. And their characters have stayed consistent and true and good. But no, it's not art, so fuck them. It's just, it's one of those things that I do think is not going to age well in terms of, like, when you look back on this time, you're going to be like, well, comic book movies dominated the box office. And then you're going to go like, but they didn't win anything? Like, it's going to it's gonna be yeah. weird in how hindsight. Many Emmys, how many Emmys does The Wire have? Oh, God, don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Uh, oh. So stupid. But everyone loves Judy Garland. <laughs> that movie doesn't exist. 
I, it can't. It's just clips. Yeah. Because if it existed, we could all be watching it now. What streaming platform is it on? None. You, because that, it was never a real shit, movie. That's a good fucking point. I got to write that down. <laughs> it's not going to be in the, the benefactors of this horrible time. But it's going to be somewhere. But I'll, I'll also give a shout out to I watched that movie Onward. That was It was delightful. It's on Disney Plus oh. right now. So, and it's I, oh, is that the one with the trolls? It's got the trolls, right on. Ooh. Yeah, I watched a movie. If you guys are interested, it was called Upgrade, um, <laughs> and it oh. is fine. It is a bunch of fun, and what, that's all it is. Really, what is it? I don't know what this movie. You know that guy who isn't Tom Hardy that we always think is Tom Hardy. <laughs> you mean Tom Hardy? No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> Logan Marshall Green, I want to yeah. say his name is. I, I know who you mean. Yeah, I don't know his name, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's in that movie um, with some other people. It doesn't really matter. Honestly, I don't I don't even want to describe the plot to you. It's just fun. It's The plot is paper thin. There's basically no character development. It's a lot of fun, though. It's fast-paced, and there's cool stuff that happens All right. at the end. Yeah. Marty, Marty, you got one? Anything you want to recommend? Uh, to recommend? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Or just that <laughs> you've play, watched. Did you, not, play Animal you, you seem to have an emotional reaction to Upgrade. Did you not enjoy watching that at you all? You know what? I kept, I've kept. i seen the trailer for Upgrade probably oh, okay. like five times trying to decide if I want to watch it. So maybe you've pushed me over and I'll, I'll go for it's it. It's easy. It's so easy to watch. It's just fun. It doesn't... There, yeah. there wasn't... The, there, there's so much just like, like bullshittery just to move the story forward that you don't even <laughs> care. It's like, I, I see what we're doing here. Show me well, some more fun stuff. Yeah, I uh, I guess recently a thing I could recommend that like I was weirdly... Com- well, okay, wait, let's back up. Uh, have y'all watched Tiger King yet? Because yeah. Oh, good yeah, lo- yeah, Good yeah. lord. Yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe I'm behind on that. We watched it. We started that Friday after we like quit work and then we finished it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was like 4 a.m. on Saturday, and we're like, oh, God. we Well, we saw that. <laughs> so, That's in our minds forever. <laughs> yeah, All in a row? Yes. I'm afraid I would, I would turn to the person sitting next to me and say, I don't know. I think I just want meth. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> I really want crystal methamphetamine right now. That movie felt like ta- – I ne- I don't know, but I feel like that's the closest I'm ever going to get to knowing what it feels like to take crystal meth is just watching that <laughs> yeah. documentary and this series of – like it's an insane thing after an insane thing. Like every bit of yeah. it is insane. Uh, Carol Baskins definitely uh, murdered her husband for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but also Honestly, like, that series he- united us more than the threat to our survival, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, honestly, you know what? She probably killed him or at least disappeared his body, but he probably deserved it, too. So oh, like, like it, there was fine. there is no Dude, hero in the story. No, everyone no hero in that movie or is, yeah, everyone is terrible. The one uh, Doc Antle or whatever, that dude's a cult leader. Like oh, that guy's awful. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. he's he's the real criminal. <laughs> yeah, there, there was also, uh, you know, it came out that what's his name? The the titular uh, Tiger King. Um, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, like I saw, it came out on Twitter. There's a video of him expressing a desire to want to say the N word, and people were uh, like crushed by that. But I'm like, that tracks with everything I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Now he's a bad person. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like you liked him up until that point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it for you. That's what pushed you over the edge. No, no, cause Joe Exotic is a colorful character, but he's a terrible person. Like, absolutely. He, he's not the hero of that story. I, 
I don't even know yet. Yeah, I don't. There's, there's not, a lot not of... even. I love that. There's not even a hero of the story. It, no. Immediately, the like the director slash person who is making this documentary is interviewing another person who failed to make this documentary, uh-huh. yeah. and they both appear in the story, and you're just like, yeah, you don't seem that relatable either, actually. No, and when the one guy <laughs> like he failed to make a documentary because they burned all the they footage. Down his footage. <laughs> they burned it down. Yeah. You can't convince me otherwise. They they sacrifice so many innocent reptiles yeah. <laughs> just to destroy that footage. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only person the only person there might have been two. But I know the person that I identified with is like I I kind of see your pain is the guy who was just working in the sports section at Walmart. And then someone said, you want to be a campaign manager for my presidential nomination? (laughs) Yes, sir, I do. He's like, I've been training for this on Reddit and 4chan (laughs) my whole life. Yeah, I'm ready with my libertarian capital L politics. Like, oh, that sweet Internet baby. He was not ready. I did enjoy his, like, yeah, he ran as a libertarian. He didn't know what libertarian meant. (laughs) No, no. You can see, like, his... I don't I don't know that guy's story, but you can see like his whole reality was called into question of what am I doing? Well, certainly when you sign on from your job at Walmart to be the campaign manager selling, selling ammunition. Yeah. Yep. To sign on to be the campaign manager for uh, a meth addict tiger owner uh, for his vanity run at a political office, you don't expect to watch someone shoot themselves in front of you. So that's oh, yeah. all that insane things that happen in oh. that movie. I can't. And like, what gets me is that this this show Netflix made us watch a reaction video of a suicide. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that Good was fucked God. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like that's like faces of death like type shit that they like. No, that documentary. And, by, and the thing is, it's like by the time you see that happen, you're like, oh no, oh no. But you've been saying, oh no, oh no, for yeah. six hours. Uh-huh. So oh no, just, oh no. Yeah, I will say, I don't think I said, oh no, harder than he got 19% of the vote in Oklahoma for governor. Yeah. 19 <laughs> fucking percent? They came in third. I don't even know. Oh what the, no! Oh no! I don't even know what the craziest part of the documentary is. That's the thing is, it's like you're hard pressed to even pick what's the most insane. There, I, I I have an affinity for when he walks into the gift shop and tells everyone, like, "Oh, by the way, someone was mauled. Like, we're gonna have to like close it down. <laughs> like, yeah. you guys can get your money back. Like, I want you to hear it from me first. Yeah. Also, the, oh, that was after he he heard someone was hurt and went and put on his EMT bomber jacket. <laughs> had to get that which, son of a bitch on to he help. Had had made that <laughs> thing was... looked embroidered. It wasn't yeah. just patches glued no. onto this thing. Yeah, there's also the part where he keeps falling over in a cage with tigers, and it seems like they might eat him, and no one's helping him. Like that's <laughs> oh, also yeah. an insane bit. Uh... Anyway, Tiger King, if yeah, you haven't, you, you, you'll have to eventually. I don't think that's you, a recommendation. You have watched it. No, you have watched it. If you're yeah, listening to yeah. this, you have watched it. That's true. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. No, it's all crazy. I think, honestly, I'm trying to really... I think maybe the most likable person I found in the documentary was uh, the woman who had had her arm, like, yes, amputated. She, yeah. she seemed to be the person who had actually a solid head on her shoulders. Yeah. Just of, of anyone there, there were some people who were who were more 
more not crazy than other people. <laughs> she seemed to she seemed to be the most yeah. stable of everyone. And, yeah. And Saf's oh. story was so fascinating because like we we actually other than the mauling, there's like very little that we see of Saf outside of the interview. And they're doing this interview next to like this big pile of garbage and like yep. sitting out. And I'm like, where are you? What is your life now? Yeah. We learn almost nothing about what they're Please up to. Please be okay. Yes. I just want right? you to be okay. <laughs> oh, I also, yeah. I'm remembering, sorry, I'm remembering too. There was a reporter that I really liked too, that she was just like in there because she had covered a lot of this. <laughs> like I found her to be relatable. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know who I found relatable? Those two men who are married to the same man and they weren't gay. Because they wanted men. There was there was just something about that. Like I've I've wanted things too. I've wanted yeah, things you know, really bad. There yeah. were yeah, there were two things. Oh, and actually that that reminds me. Uh, apparently, we are introduced to Saf as a she. That is incorrect. Saf oh. is a transgendered man. And oh, so that's on the documentarians for fucking that up. Uh, but oh, I think yeah. I think the other thing they fucked up in in that realm was letting all of those people get edited into this saying, that person wasn't even gay. It's like, okay, don't let the yeah. straight people like sh shout off like that. They don't fucking know. Sure, you could say that Joe was ma manipulating them with drugs and uh -huh. and whatever, but like, come on. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. The whole time I'm like, look, just... I don't know what, I don't know what Oklahoma was like, but honestly, guys, by the point... By the point in time where you're married to a man who's always already married to another man, just be free with yourself, would you? Just come <laughs> clean with some. Let it out. Right. Like, if you, and what are labels at that point anyway? <laughs> for real, for real. Your... Because you would rather be labeled as a meth head. Really? <laughs> just say, just shout it, man. Be proud. If you can't be your true self at your makeshift tiger prison, then where can you be yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see that as the the new ending to the OVO radio. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't be yourself at your makeshift tiger prison. Then where can you be yourself? Well, speaking of uh, the end of Hobo Radio, <laughs> oh, uh, is this it? I, I think this we're there. I did. Okay. Uh, Marty, I want to give you a chance if there's anything that you want to mention or promote, but then I do uh, want to wrap us up with uh, one thing I would like to talk about. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you do a lot of stuff. I don't know if you want to mention any of it. If people want Gosh, to see more do, content. Do I do a lot of stuff? Yeah. Uh, let's see. You can uh, I catch me Monday nights. I do a stream called Lawful and Orderly. Uh, we're on Twitch at twitch.tv slash nowsayers. Uh, all one word, lowercase. I don't know. It's hard actually to say out loud, even though it has say <laughs> in the title. Uh, I'm also going to be doing a live event tomorrow. Well, I don't know when your podcast goes up. Uh, we're trying to get We Have to Ask uh, retooled from a podcast on the Peak Sloth Network, which, you know, we'll get back to it someday. Uh, it's, it's on hiatus. Uh, yeah. But we're going we're gonna to do a live streaming show on Facebook to uh, essentially give us an excuse to hang out with some of our improv friends in a comedy setting. Uh, so we're going to do a kind of improvised quiz show uh, in just, the, the We Have to Ask style. Just going to throw it out there as the, the guy on our uh, failing podcast network that you could release that audio as a podcast. Oh, good idea. Maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make sure on the that fucking spot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, you know, I have a feeling that this this show is going to rely heavily on silent facial expressions. So, oh. so maybe well, it won't translate. Oh, well. Okay, then don't. Uh, There's is out. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my uh, my final my final and most important plug is every day I post uh, a little animated video of my cat because it is Eternal Catter Day. 
Uh, you can find that on my website, uh, which is uh, mmg.re. And if you go to slash tag slash Catterday, you can watch all the, the Catterday goodness. I love your commitment to really confusing to say out loud URLs. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> the other way I like to say it is uh, you can go to my, my name, Marty McGuire, with a dot before the RE. That's the, the other long way of saying my name. That's more confusing somehow. Exactly. That's why I got the short domain. It's, <laughs> it's still confusing, but it's slightly less confusing. All right. Well, please, yeah, visit all of those things. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, stay Thanks inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do. So here at the end, you know, I don't get to plug my shit. That's oh, what do you got? Your wedding. Well, I'm okay. Come so out to my, Baltimore County this Saturday. My, yeah. Don't come to my <laughs> wedding because then we, they won't let us have it. Um, so my Xbox Live info. I'm just kidding. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> uh, no, but I. So look, I mean. Things are kind of bleak. Things are kind of scary. People don't have the stuff they need. Uh, but I'm going to channel my own, um, you know, like I'm going to turn into Donald Trump or, or Alex Jones, one of these people. I have the medicine for all of you. Oh, because here we go. Jeremy Renner has released oh, his new album, no. The Medicine. I wish. Oh, no. Just in time. Right We're now. all at home. We've all got the time, and Renner We're read the room. We're all subscribers to the Renner app and disappointed yeah. that it was shut down. Yeah, we've all been crushed. We talked about this before on the show, but Renner's back, and it's really, he read the room. This is the time. We all want more Jeremy Renner music in our Are life. Are you about to play this fucking music, man? Obviously, I'm going to play this okay. music right now. All right, I've got to, hold on, I need a drink. <laughs> and there he goes. But yeah, it is legit called The Medicine. Uh, oh, no. It's an album. Uh, if I'll hold it up, if you can see Marty, it's it's they got some nice album artwork of Jeremy Renner's back. Uh, he seems to be wearing perhaps a leather jacket. He's yeah. at a piano. Is he standing in like a, a drug warehouse? It looks like it's <laughs> a very it's a, shady. It's very dimly space. lit and creepy. Uh, but he's at a piano that looks kind of worn down. Uh, oh, okay. So I I don't have permission. I hope he I hope he views this as the tribute to that it is and doesn't sue me. Uh, for for playing this, uh, but this is the track "Every Woman" from the medicine. <laughs> Lars is pouring his medicine. Please tell me it's just him covering "I'm Every Woman." That would have been way better. I wish you had been there on the meeting, but uh, it, that is not what we're in for. Oh God, that's all I can hear in my head now. is not what I expected. Ain't no little sister I like them flowers in your hair Ain't no little sister Won't you let me inside your head Well, not in not in this fucking economy <laughs> What's underneath your skin Your secrets pull me in Come wash away my sins Take me on your magic carpet ride <laughs> Hey mother, sister You see the flowers to my garden Oh, it's still happening Oh yeah, this song is It's 3 minutes and 12 seconds long You see the flowers to my garden Carpet ride, wash away my sins. It's like Would the Mad Libs of the song. <laughs> Your every 
point, you're going to end up on the back of the album. <laughs> At some point, someone's going to spread their wings and fly. You know who's going to do that? Every woman. Every woman. Well, or at least mothers and sisters, since those seem to be the only way he knows to address women. (laughs) I have issues with relationships in my family is what I'm trying to say. I'm starting to think that Hawkeye's family wasn't uh, snapped away. They just left. (laughs) Needy little bastard. (laughs) But underneath that smile, you'll see. Which drive me wild. Oh my god. me every time. Take me on your magic That's just the pre-chorus hook. That's the old metaphor that no one's giving a shit about in quite I mean, there was the reboot of Aladdin. <laughs> I watched everybody. You know, it took me three viewings, but I actually got that live action Oh, congrats, I have it. You got in that desperate It was rough. It's a great, it's an object lesson in why live action can never be as evocative as animation. It's, it's just like, oh, actually, uh, this was way more emotionally compelling as, as an animated Disney feature. Absolutely. Not only that, but you're looking at it thinking, what did you spend the money on? Where is it? There's still like a minute left. That's that. We gotta we gotta do the bridge. What's, what genre would you oh, say? Oh, is it a rap part? <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's he's getting funky now. Not the biggest point, but the album artwork is him in front of a piano. There is no piano in this. <laughs> it sounds like Kevin and the Zits. Remember how he was good in the town? Yeah, he, he all thought he was the next big thing. What do you think life was like for the people that signed up to be the background chorus of this song? Those choral just... singers that are like, yeah. 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 Probably like, like? Even, that's probably how they make a living. And even, yeah. even they're like, I want to believe that there was no background singers, that it was all just Jeremy Renner doing different voices. He did like, all of those. <laughs> the choral, uh, they're, just, they're just all layered on top of each other. Uh, like if, if Catherine, if Catherine Bigelow discovered him, then he has undiscovered himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Jeremy Renner. Yeah, like if you want to talk about flattening the curve of potential, like. He did. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it just was like he did Hurt Locker, he did The Town, and then it's all been downhill, including his existence in a billion dollar movie franchise. <laughs> yes, he's all over that son of a bitch. He really is. And no one has ever known what to do with that character, and none of it has been compelling. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, you can listen to that whole album, The Medicine. There you go. Uh, it's got that and more songs. What I love is it's he. It's like twenty seven minutes worth of music. So he clearly like didn't quite. 
Like, I'm sorry. Wait, it's it's 27 minutes long. Yeah, it's like the album. Yeah, so it's not quite a full album, but it's not really like it's it's an like just EP. barely longer than an EP. Like, yeah. oh no. The 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 presidents of the United States of America <laughs> had an album, their debut album, and it was like 30 minutes long, and we all thought that was a joke. Like, good, cool concept album. All these tunes are catchy. Right on, guys. But Jeremy Renner did it as like a serious album. Well, here's the thing with uh, the medicine. He didn't want to pad it. You know, he wanted to make sure he just played the hits. So he could have added like five more songs. But when you got something like Every Woman on there, you don't want to water that down with some mediocre songs. Do covers. Like use your style. <laughs> what is his what style? Jean- I don't know. What- I think his style is question. like. Like um, TV theme songs from the late 2000s, how they all kind of had that like bluesy feel. Uh, Breaking Bad, um, True Blood, that sort of jam. All the oh. shows are doing it. That's his genre. So, so he's a that. True Blood vibe. Oh, he would do a great cover of that True the Bad Things song. Yeah, exactly. Do all those. Do, do a cover of all those theme songs. Then the next one, um, Nothing But Abba. I would mm-hmm. listen to the fuck out of him covering Abba in his style. <laughs> all right well look uh renner if you want to come on and, and promote the album we'll play all of them if you want you've, you've got time I, I would hit you up on your app but it's still shuttered there so. are two incredible movies i can talk about where i will sing your praises and then we want to listen to your music and not talk about hawkeye i'll i'll even throw this out i'll talk about that born movie that you were in if you want <laughs> you're being quite charitable or, and then we can talk about the Mission Impossible movie yeah, he was in. What was it like wow. watching Tom Cruise do all that stuff? I bet it was cool, <laughs> you know, right? They say it takes a crisis to really show us who we are. And I think it's clear you're both two very kind, generous people. You're yeah. really giving Jeremy Renner a lot right now. Yeah, we're you can like, come on the show. With, this is a free fan. You can say whatever you want, Jeremy. <laughs> what are we, movie executives running a billion-dollar franchise that we think he's going to take over someday? Because we're giving Jeremy Renner a lot right now. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed or not, uh, Mr. Murphy, but Marty over here just called us both assholes. What? So here's the thing, Marty. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, I, was, I was being serious by saying I think you're both really giving him a lot more credit than I expected us to after oh, that okay, song. Okay, fair enough. I misspoke. I misspoke. I apologize. I took it as sincere. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just ready. I think Lars was on to something. I can't wait to hear uh, him perform the mashup of Every Woman, I Want to Do Bad Things With You. <laughs> Man, boy, do I want to hear that. We'll I hear also... That really I also... I know it doesn't quite fit into what you were saying, but I would listen to him cover the Friends theme song. I feel like that would be good. <laughs> That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> so look, Renner, you've got time. We've got ideas. <laughs> there are a lot of questions I want to ask you about those two really good movies that you were really good in. Yeah. What was it like being in the town and feeling like the whole future was ahead of you and it was all <laughs> just bright lights from there on out? <laughs> I'll watch this guy in anything. Are you kidding me? Look at him. <laughs> So remember, <laughs> question everything. Oh, well, shit. What did you want me to say, Marty? I forgot my new sign-off. Oh, if you can't be your... I forgot. If you can't be yourself in your own makeshift tiger... Tiger prison. Yes, tiger prison. Yeah. Then where can you be yourself? Yeah, there you go. That's the truth. 
You're right. Maybe it's not as punchy. <laughs> it's, it needs a little work. But <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We have have to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.